Hello, and welcome to Someone Should Have Told Me. I am so happy to be with you guys today. I want to talk about who is perfect. Are you perfect? The only guy that I ever heard of that was perfect, we crucified. You know, I thought about that as Easter just passed. And we are so critical of each other. We are so critical of ourselves. And we need to understand that we all are striving to be perfect, but we are not perfect. So therefore, we do not have the right to judge others because not only are we not perfect, but they are not perfect either. Can they make mistakes without you being on their heels, talking about them, talking about what they did wrong, how they did wrong, and how they could have did something better? Well, my mom used to say this poem on the program in church, and it was play in your own backyard. I tried to find that poem, but I could not. I remember it from the time that I was a little girl and she used to be reciting it on the program. It was basically stop worrying about what's going on in the other person's backyard when you got a lot that you need to take care of in your own backyard. So people, if you look at someone and they're not doing things exactly the way you think that they should be doing them, or if they're doing something and they made a mistake, maybe they don't know how yet. You know, everybody is on that separate journey that I always talk about. Nobody is at the same place at the same time. And do you have to talk about them to make yourself feel better? Or are you talking about them to help them? Well, we know if you're talking to someone else about them, that that is definitely not going to help them. So I got to thinking, what is perfection anyway? What might be perfect to me may not be perfect to you because we all have different visions of things of what might be perfect for you. And you can only say what's perfect for you. You can't say what's perfect for me. Only I know what I am trying to achieve, which would make perfection to me. Now, you can definitely help me and help me to see a different perspective on things where what I thought was perfection could be better because, you know, really, there's always room for improvement. I could be doing something, I'm like, oh, it's perfect. And you're like, ah, oh, it could use a little of this and a little of that. But it's perfect to me. Maybe I am a very simple person. 
Maybe you are a very elaborate person. So perfection for you and me is not going to be the same. We could be together and say, oh, let's change the furniture around in this room. Oh, I might like the couch or the sofa in front of the window so that I could get all the sunshine that the day has to offer. You might say, oh my goodness, the sunshine gives me a headache. I want it to be over on the other side of the room where I can get the shade and I won't have to get a headache with all that sunlight. So perfection for me would be for the sofa to be in front of the window so I can get the sun. And perfection for you would be that the sofa is over in the dark corner so you can get the shade and don't have to get a headache. In growing up, did I think that my parents were perfect? Of course not. But they did the best that they could. To me, that is perfection now. When I look back at all the things that they did, they did the best that they could. And that, to me, is perfection. My mom, every holiday, used to have the table all fixed up with the holiday decorations. Say, for instance, Easter that just passed. When we got up, there were Easter baskets and the eggs that we had colored the day before with in, in the fake grass and jelly beans and all kind of candy and eggs all around the table just made it so beautiful. For Christmas, things were decorated beautifully. My mom always, always taught us how to be ladies. There were four girls and oh my goodness, you had to be a lady, even though I was probably the biggest tomboy wanting to climb trees and be outside running. And it was mostly boys outside to play with. Like I didn't play football or anything like that in the street like they did. But I always was an adventurer. Just like I talk about, I want to skydive now or do the scooters or anything else that maybe ladies would be like, oh my goodness, I can't do that. I just wanted to be adventurous. But back to perfection. Is it just one way to be a lady? I can be a lady and then I can go and clean up the garage or see about if something's going on with the car, something minor, of course. That's my perfection, is to be able to try to do as many things as I possibly can. Perfection is your own way of thinking. That is perfection. Perfection is making your own mistakes to live your life the way that you want to live yours. It's all trial and error. It helps you to learn and it helps you to get that feel of perfection through trial and error. 
perfection for you may be just everybody in the house working to provide the things for the family. But perfection for my parents was my mom, she did work like up until the age, let's say maybe I was three, because I remember her taking me to my aunt's house for her to babysit when she went to work. But then I remember her not working. The reason that she quit working is because she had seven kids. And with seven kids, trying to get them out to school and raise them properly, have a clean house and all this, these things, my mother decided that being at home was better than going to work every day. Who is taking care of the kids? Who is seeing those girls go out of the house every morning? And that was what she told my dad, that she had four girls and these girls are gonna be going out of here, sneaking out of here, wearing all kind of stuff. And she needed to be at home raising her daughters, teaching them how to be ladies. And so she quit work. And my dad just worked and took care of the family. My mom did odd jobs as far as she would make things for him to sell. Like one time she made Christmas trees out of styrofoam balls and toothpicks. And then you would put a bunch of toothpicks in the styrofoam balls. You make the bottom and you make um, a smaller middle and on and on up to the top until you got one styrofoam ball. Then she spray painted it and then decorated it with all these little bitty bulbs and everything. They were beautiful. I also remember her and another lady back in the day when there were uh, computer cards. Kind of look like the Scantron uh, papers that you use in college now but they were hard cardstock. They made Christmas reefs with these Scantron looking computer cards. Oh, that was a long time ago. Then they spray painted them and decorated them and they were beautiful and people bought them for their Christmas reefs on their doors. It was amazing. My mother crocheted these little, um, toilet paper covers with the Barbie doll in the middle and my dad sold them but she was at home with us watching our every move <laughs> which is good for uh, parents to know what their kids are doing but we didn't have a whole lot of freedom to sneak and do things which really is perfect for a family. Kids don't need to have all that time because they used to say, idle minds is the devil workshop. So we always had something to do and my mother was always doing things and that was perfection for us. Now, it might not work for you and your family. Like for one, I seen a doctor and she has three children under five she had missed a visit with us. And then when we seen her the next time, she said, 
Oh my God, I'm so glad to be at work. I do not want to be at home with three children under five at the same time all day, every day. Well, to me, perfection would be for her to be at home raising her own children, but she's a doctor. So therefore, she can pay someone to be there with her children as she goes out and makes the money. And that's perfection for her. I can't judge her on what she feels is perfect for her family as I wouldn't want anyone to judge me for what I thought was perfect for my family. I worked midnights while my children were younger and it was eight hour midnights. And so therefore, they never even knew I worked. I worked three days a week, still part-time. But when I did go to work, I'd come home and get them ready for school, take them to school, go to sleep and wake up, go pick them up, come home, help them with homework, do dinner. And then I would lay down, say for about 7.30 and sleep until like 10 o'clock and then get up and go to work. That was perfect for my family. You have to do what's perfect for you. You can't worry about what anyone else thinks because your perfection is your perfection, not anyone else's. Now, for me, being married is a perfect part of my life. I don't think that life should be spent alone or by yourself. And you know, first you have to get yourself happy. Happiness and you being happy draws people to you. And then you get to pick the people that you want to spend your time with. You know, they always say surround yourself with positive, happy people. But you have to be one of those positive, happy people too. So you have to find your perfection. What is perfect for you? What is going to make you happy? Now, I said being married is part of my perfection. But there are people that feel like, oh, I want to open marriage. I want to be able to see other people. To me, that just causes problems. I'm a jealous person. I am not okay with my mate being with someone else. That open marriage thing would not work for me, but it might work for you. You can be perfect in your open marriage, if that's what you want. I cannot judge you for that, and no one else should, but it's not for me, it's not my perfection. And if I must say, I think it would cause more problems than anything else, because now not only do you have two people in a relationship, but however, many other people that you involve in this open marriage. Therefore, what I'm saying is it's hard enough to have a relationship with two people. The more you add, the more complicated to me it would be. But your perfection is not my perfection. So you do you. Sometimes what was perfect for us Five years ago is not perfect for us today. And so 
That is why we need to be focusing on our own lives and stop looking at everyone else. As I said, my mom used to recite this poem, play in your own backyard, which just meant pay attention to what's going on in your life. And then you don't have so much time to worry about what's going on in others. Try to make your life perfect for you, not for anyone else. No one has the right to judge you. No one has the right to say what's perfect for you. You are the only one who can make that decision. And you are the only one who should be paying attention to your perfection. Where do you think that saying came from? One man's trash is another man's treasure. One man threw it out and the other man seen that it would be perfect for something that he needed it for. Even when you're dating, one guy or girl might not be your perfect mate, but there's someone out there for them and there's someone out there for you that would make the perfect mate. And that doesn't mean that that perfect, that that person has something wrong with them. That just means they're just not perfect for you. They're not your life mate. And so you move on. But it's no reason to put that person down because you and that person aren't perfect for each other. That is why it is called dating. That is why you just don't marry everyone that you have dated or you don't marry the first person that you have dated because you are looking for your perfect mate, not just a mate. This can be applied to every situation. What are you looking for in perfection? Say you're looking for an outfit to go somewhere. Are you looking for comfort? Is that the perfect outfit for you? Or are you looking for something that you are just going to be beautiful in, even though it might be a little less comfortable? But what is your perfection that you're looking for? Are you looking for the perfect comfort? or for the perfect, beautiful look. Some people say beauty is pain, but it shouldn't be that painful, else it is nowhere near perfect. <laughs> and then we have our opinions. Is anyone's opinion a perfect opinion? I don't think so. Everyone has a different opinion. So your opinion is perfect for you, but your opinion may not be perfect for me. For instance, I'm gonna talk about the COVID vaccine. Now, no one really knows what is going to happen down the line. No one really knows how it is going to affect each individual person. Everyone is affected differently because 
everyone has a different makeup within their body. So there are people that have died maybe a couple of days after having the shot. And there are people that didn't feel a thing. There are people that had a little flu-like symptoms. And then again, there are people that did not have one symptom at all. So therefore, to get this vaccination, it takes some thought. It takes some thought on the part of you as a person and how you feel. I don't think that anyone should try to persuade a person once they have thought about it inside and out how they feel about it. I waited a bit and then I got the shot. And I think that eventually we all are going to have to have this vaccination. But don't push anyone to get it. Now, I did know someone that said, oh my goodness, you better get this vaccination else I'm never going to see you until this pandemic is over. And then they heard that someone had got the vaccination and then two days later was deceased. And then they called the person back and they said, oh my I do not want to force you to do anything. It's your body and what you put in your body is up to you. I love you and I respect your decision to what you want to do. But I recommend that you do get it. But I understand if you want to wait or if you don't get it. That is what we all should do about every situation understand that people have went through deep thought and concentration about the things that they want to do in life how they want to do it understand that there are people who make mistakes understand that mistakes are a part of life and what your perfection is may not be my perfection all I really want people to understand is stop judging other people and let them live their lives. It is their life. One time I had cooked a great Thanksgiving dinner. One of my husband's friends came and he ate a plate and he was like, you know, let me give you some advice. I don't like chunky vegetables in my stuffing. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. But I like chunky vegetables in my stuffing. And I'm the one that made the stuffing. So therefore, next time, maybe you shouldn't eat my stuffing because that's the way I make it. Perfect example. Chunky vegetables in the stuffing was perfect for me. But it was not perfect for him. And he thought that he should tell me the way that he likes it. Well, maybe he should go home and let his wife fix it for him the way that he likes it. Because I like it the way I like it. My family seems to like it the way I like it. And 
that is the perfect example of how what was perfect for me was not perfect for everyone else. But when you're at someone's home, you shouldn't be trying to tell them what is perfect for you. And when I say chunky vegetables, it was just celery and mushrooms and onions, bell peppers, things like that. So I like chunky. Needless to say, he never tried to tell me what he liked in uh, food again. <laughs> but that was his mistake. And when I had children, I decided that I was not going to be quiet about my feelings. So therefore, what was perfect for me before I had children did not turn out to be perfect for me after I had children because my perfection changed. My quiet ability, I could not be quiet any longer and I had to be able to express myself. I was someone's mother. I was the protector of my children, even though talking about stuffing doesn't have anything to do with that, but it was the way that my personality changed. That's all I was trying to point out. Now, all I have to say in conclusion is let people be who they are and you be who you are. And as the poem my mother used to recite, play in your own backyard. And if you're having so much fun in your backyard, you don't have no time to worry about what others are doing in their backyard. Until the next time we speak, find out what your perfection is and don't worry about what others perceive to be perfection for them. You know, I said that I could not find that poem, Play in Your Own Backyard, but I did find one that my mom used to recite and it is by Hank Williams, and it's called, Be Careful of the Stones That You Throw. It goes like this. A tongue can accuse and carry bad news, the seeds of distrust it will sow. But unless you've made no mistakes in your life, be careful of the stones that you throw. A neighbor was passing my garden one time she stopped and I knew right away that it was gossip, not flowers, she had on her mind. And this is what I heard my neighbor say. That girl down the street should be run from our midst. She drinks and she talks quite a lot. She knows not to speak to my child or to me. My neighbor then smiled and I thought, a car speeded by and the screeching of brakes, a sound that made my blood chill. For my neighbor's one child had been pulled from the path and saved by that girl lying still. The child was unhurt, and my neighbor cried out, Oh, how was that brave girl so sweet? Who was she? I covered the crushed broken body, and I said, that bad girl who lived down the street. Now there you go. You never know 
who will be there to save you while you're judging them and know that your perfection is not their perfection and that girl saved that woman's child who had been talking about her wanting her to be run out of the neighborhood but had she been maybe that would have been her child laying in the street so i thank you for listening guys as always i always enjoy talking to you and i will talk to you next time have a great day bye Hey guys, thanks for listening. Please follow me at podbeans.com so you can get notifications. I am also on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. I am also on Facebook and Twitter. You can email me at sshtmpodcast at gmail.com with your comments and suggestions. If you send me a topic and I use it, I will email you and let you know that I spoke on your topic so you can look out for it. I really enjoy spending time with you. So until next time, have a great life and we'll speak again soon. Have a great day.